Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today, it's Zine Day. Once a week, I try to bring you a zine, and this is a little bit more than a zine. I'm going to start this off by praising the creator here. Now, the fellow who put this out, the people who put this out, it was a Kickstarter for Zine Quest 3 this year. His name is Brian Saliva. I hope I didn't chop that up pronunciation there, but it was a Zine Quest. It was, I believe, was supposed to be a 40-page zine that was promised. It's called Rackham Vale. And it's supposed to be based on the art of Arthur Rackham. I backed it. It looked really cool, unique, different. Different than what I'm used to, especially for a setting book. It's a different take. And come to find out that what was promised was not what was delivered, but much more. I was expecting a small 40-page side-stapled pamphlet, and I got a 152-page perfect-bound book. It's really high quality, really nice. If you would like to purchase one of these, they are available on their website, Crowbar Creative. That's crwbr.com. I strongly suggest going there and picking this up. So, what is Rackham Vale? Rackham Vale is a setting based on the art of Arthur Rackham. Who is Arthur Rackham, you ask? How could you not know? I had no idea until I backed this. I looked him up. Some of the art you may find familiar, Arthur Rackham was a child's fantasy author back in the 1800s and early 1900s. He was born in September of 1967 and passed away in 1939. And in the back of the book, it has a brief biography of him. Born in Vaxhall, London, Arthur Rackham studied at the Lambeth School of Art before embarking on a career as a book illustrator. As a leading figure in the golden age of British illustration, he contributed iconic artwork to fairy tale collections. And the list of fairy tale collections are fairy tales you're probably familiar with. Things like Aesop's Fables, Mother's Goose, Old Nursery Rhymes, English Fairy Tales, Midsummer Night's Dream, A Christmas Carol, and so on and so forth. Peter Pan is one of them. Alice in Wonderland. The Wind in the Willows. So, Arthur Rackham has a pretty prolific illustrator and has done some wonderful fantasy art. And this book is just bleeding with it. I'm going to assume that a lot of this stuff is in the public domain now. If not, then perhaps they did get some kind of licensing or right, but I'm not certain either way. But what I like about it, I think I've probably said this before when it comes to zines, one of the elements of zines awesome often is expropriation of art and other elements. And I kind of see this in that tradition of zines as taking these existing things and going with it. So, the book itself, as I said, it's beautiful. Nice, perfect bound. The cover is high quality. The thing is black and white interior, which I appreciate. I like being able to read my books. And it's got quite a bit to run here. It's not overdoing it with what it's giving you information-wise, but it gives you just enough to really go wild with this. Oh, let's go over what we have here. We have an introduction to Rackham Vale where it describes it. Now, Rackham Vale seems to be laid out as more of a fantasy setting along the lines of the old fairy tale fantasy, very much deviating from a lot of the stuff we get with places like Forgotten Realms and all the other Dungeons and Dragons setting, which are big time sword and, well, what would that be? That wouldn't be sword and sorcery, but Tolkien-esque and stuff like that. This has a heavy fey influence. It has a lot of different elements of fey and mythological creatures. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. If any of you watched, I think it was the 80s, a fairy tale theater show that was out. 
There was a one episode I remember had Martin Short where he played a character called Wienerhead Waldo, and they did old fairy tales. It kind of puts me in the mind of those old fairy tales. That Wienerhead Waldo one was the princess who never laughed. Shelley Duvall was in it. And I used to watch some of those old fairy tale theaters and those those curious little that curious little realm of fantasy that's still in the fantasy that I would say is oh fairy yeah, well, like I said, fairy tale. Fantasy that's more fairy tale than Tolkien. And it kind of gives you that vibe. And it's really good at that, not just with the art. Now the book itself came, it's not only got like a double page spread of the Rackham Vale, the setting that we have here. It also, the Kickstarter, came with a postcard of Rackham Vale, and that's really cool. And you can pick this up, again, at the Crowbar site. That was uh, crwbr.com. And going into this book, what it gives us is a lot of little snippets of the world that you can run with. It gives you like specific locations here, the Golden River, the Vale High Road, all these little locations. And what it has in each location is kind of some characters, some events. It gives you a feel to what's happening there with a very fairy tale feeling events and creatures and people. Even the way people speak in these remind me of some old fairy tales I grew up reading and getting into. Definitely more along the lines of Grimm's fairy tales and stuff like that. I like the idea of playing a campaign like this. It sounds like fun. The book is actually written specifically for Old School Essentials, OSE. If you play any old school game like Swords and Wizardry or Basic Expert D&D, even First Edition, this is pretty much compatible with it. And it will be quick and easy to change it over for your existing games of other systems as well. All you really have to do would be switch a few of the monster stats from your monster manual. Or unless you know how to convert to newer editions, which is quite possible. So it gives you a lot of neat little locations that you could explore and interact with. And what it gives you is just enough to really start the interaction with roleplay for what I would say is a pretty good little sandbox, a little mini setting that you can really craft some of your own stories in there. A lot of these things, those locations and stuff, seem to be based on the art itself. Not only is that are we getting the settings places, but it also gives us a full page spread of the different factions. Now, this is Fey heavy, it seems, and how the different factions of Fey and everything are interacting with each other. It just gives you a basic pictograph to kind of get an idea where the relationships are complicated, where there's more conflict or friendly, and you can really use that to interweave a story of your own and then that will we come in after those is adventure hooks lots of fun little adventure hooks that are very much in that fairy tale feel this unique setting that they have here some of the titles alone the fish king no moon crone what i like is that unlike a lot of monsters and encounters when you start getting into the monsters especially you start really seeing where it stands out a lot of these monsters and creatures seem more like lore and less like a combat encounter. One of these guys in here is only able to be seen by like horses and pack animals. He makes himself visible to his victims when he's ready to kill. You could really have some fun using some of these monsters in here in different ways. It wouldn't be, oh, there's the monster, let's kill it. Creating all kinds of unique mischief. It seems like the stories around these monsters could be told in much different ways than your average 
run into the next monster, kill it. But it gives you a lot more to work with when interacting with these monsters, and you can really get creative with it, it seems. I appreciate it. I appreciate how different a lot of them are, and they seem to correlate with a piece of art for our, from Arthur Rackham, each one of them. The end of the book gives you kind of a, a random chart, D20 charts, for coming up with your own monsters and your own events and places, what's there, what's here, that all fits in with the flavor of this. It seems like if any of you are familiar with the Dolemwood setting, which kind of goes into a slightly more fairy tale feeling, this would be a great addition to that, I feel. But if you're just looking to break away from, you know, your average paladin going out in heroic fighting and stuff like that and into something a little different, I get a good Pinocchio vibe from this. It could be a really neat campaign to run, and it could be very different from what we've been running for a long time. If you've been running D&D for a long time or different forms of the fantasy role-playing game, I feel that Rackham Vale can really mix things up if you run this as a setting. And it's got enough content, you could run a pretty long campaign off of this book with your just basic OSE book or Swords and Wizardry or something along the lines like that. You definitely have enough here to run a solid sandbox game for quite a few years if you stick with what's in here and use it. I don't know if I will be running a sandbox off of this, but it's definitely tempting. I would definitely enjoy doing it if I had a game group assembled at a time I could run it and they're like, hey, we want to do that. I would be all over running this campaign. It would be fun. And I could definitely see myself taking this in different places that I never expected it to go. So overall, I have to say what you'll notice is that a lot of the zines and books on here, I have pretty much only positive things to say about. And there's a reason for that. I'm really just kind of bringing up the stuff that I enjoy and like to this podcast. If I don't care for it, I'm probably not going to want to review it. Now, there may be a time when I'm hitting things that I don't care for as much. But I do say that I really appreciate this zine. I'm not sure it can be called a zine, even though it came out as Zine Quest 3. It's more of an actual, just professional publication, a nice book. Well done. Money well spent. And you can pick it up. It's got a $25 cover price on the site. Go check it out. CRWBR.com If you've enjoyed this, please share the episode. Give us a positive review. You can follow us on Facebook at Wobblies and Wizards. Go check out our website, WobbliesandWizards.com and keep those dice rolling.